Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. For no reason. Why are the trees looking at me like I'm a bitch? <laughs> Fuck you, trees. <laughs> Fuck you, leaves. Sometimes I sit on my porch and stare into the people, and I feel like I'm becoming the woman that becomes a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> woman sits on the porch. She asks you three questions. All of them. What's your favorite soup? What's your favorite soup? How long have you known this dog? And <laughs> why does your mother hate you? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all the questions the woman on the porch asks you. She doesn't know you, but gets right into your spirit. Yeah. So today's episode of The Brighter Side, that was very lovely, Amber. Thank oh, you very much. Thank you. Uh, as always, Amber Nelson, Ahmed Larson, Eddie Ewing yep. as well. Today is, we're talking about staying positive through melancholy types yeah and like there's nothing like like my my dad died 10 years ago 10 years ago what today i don't know oh at some point you know like there hasn't been like an atrocity in my life and like quite Mm -hmm. some time i would say but i've been feeling a little bit melancholy honestly i feel like um i feel like my life is sort of on a string and if one string was cut i'm am fucked like yeah. if my roommates were like, "Get out of here, Amber," I would be fucked. Me and me and Eddie were just talking about that. It's like anyone in the world is like three bad decisions from away from being homeless. Oh yes. You yeah. know it is it is a it is a it is a crazy uh, spiral that could just happen in two seconds. Ooh, yeah. so instantly, and it's so hard to get yourself out of it. Oh, absolutely, because you got all you know. It's uh, it's saving money is impossible because mm-hmm. you're just bouncing around. You have like. God save you if you need a hotel room for one night. Oh my God, three hundred dollars! One time I bought a hotel room to like fuck this guy, mm-hmm. and he fu- he didn't show up, so I paid three hundred dollars just to masturbate. You wow. you work too hard. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I needed it. I yeah. wanted him. I needed. I understand it. that though. I understand. Yeah, yeah. No, I've definitely have uh, gone out of my way uh, more than I should have for uh, people that I shouldn't have. In oh, the yeah. past, you know, it's uh, it, it, it is what it is. 
But we're going to be getting into, you know, how to stay positive through the melancholy times. Not necessarily the bad times, but, as, you know, just like the bad feeling times. But yeah. first... I we gotta we it's nice to catch up. It is. How was everyone's weekend? What did people? I mean, we all saw it. Mm. We did all see it. it. I liked it. It, it was fun. It I saw. Too. Yeah, it was. I saw it with you, Amber. I almost fell asleep twice, but that's just because <laughs> the chairs are so comfy. Oh, because they lay down flat. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's always you know you're not gonna not put up the recliner. No, you got it. Yeah. But you, but every time I do, I. I it, one wrong move, I'm asleep, and I, I wake up at the end, and I guess Godzilla lives. Oh, God. <laughs> I walked, I went and saw Godzilla because I wanted to get away from my family. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It, the movie sucked so bad, I w- walked out. I'd ra- I was like, I'd rather think about my family. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. The new Godzilla sucked. But yeah. there's these theaters where you can, like, all, all in leather seats, and you go, like, you push a button, and you mm-hmm. lay down flat. So, of course, you're going to go pass out. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Paying $17 for a nap is sometimes times worth it hmm. which <coughs> you guys like it i loved it you loved it yeah eddie how'd you feel about it um i liked it i thought it was a lot of fun it you was know, definitely wacky yeah yeah, it's a wacky yeah. Movie. it was almost like not it was weird there's lots of creepy we're not gonna no spoilers right yeah. there's lots of creepy monsters and scary monsters and stuff like that right. but it was almost more like an action movie than a horror movie it was like me. an action comedy yeah like, yeah it was yeah. funny it was weird <laughs> it was uh, yeah but like yeah they were de- it was definitely like terrifying imagery Oof. and there were a couple jump scares for sure but i definitely felt like it was like commando or like yeah red, right or like red dawn like or something Avengers. yeah 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 there was a lot of tension i mean definitely like i do bring a scarf when i go into the movie theater because mm-hmm. my delicate shoulders need to be warm yeah, yeah. and uh, i definitely pulled the scarf over my head many times because <laughs> it was so tension building yeah, yeah it was the um the beginning was like that whole with the him in the what was he like in a river or it's creepy as hell. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah, scary. yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely started off very unsettling. Yeah, I was just, mm. yeah, just like, mad. Oh. Just mad. It was just beginning. It's like, really? This is what you choose to put through, put us through? I know. <laughs> and the all the actors were so good. Very I good. I mean, just, it was mm. fun watching them. But yeah. I, I'll tell you one thing I do in regards to movies. Whenever I'm feeling a little bit melancholy, sometimes I'll be like, what's the eight o'clock show? And uh, maybe a couple months, I, I saw um, the art of self defense. Just being mm. like, "What's the eight o'clock show? I don't want to be home. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. I'm melancholy." And right. you know what? It was a great, uh, not great. It was a very entertaining movie. Yeah, I've loved random movies because of that. I've yes. always been like that. I've always been a completist when it comes to like seeing movies for the year and stuff like that. And yeah. If I can get out for three hours and just like pop into a theater, I can mm. really I'll, I'll walk out of there in a better mood. Hell yeah! yeah or, it's or, fun. or even even if the movie is sad and I go in sad, like it's just something comforting and like, well, at least it ain't like that, you know. <laughs> at, least. <laughs> at least I wasn't eaten by a clown. Yeah, yeah. At, oh, least, God. at least my little brother didn't get hit by a train. Fried green tomatoes. <laughs> Too oh, sad. Oh, for- it's such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's, one of, my, that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> that is Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, it's a phenomenal film. I Have you seen Fried Green Tomatoes, Amber? I think it's been years and years. This uh, is like I feel like this movie is almost like your biopic. Best oh. ending ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody shoots themselves in the head like that movie where the the mist or something. Oh, oh that's, I mean, that's, that, that talk is about, the talk best about melancholy. <laughs> yes, I love the mist. The mist was one of those movies that were exactly what you're talking about. I was like, I don't think I want to see this movie, but I got nothing to do, and I went uh, and saw it. I was like. 
Whoa! What an ending! What? <laughs> really? You did that? Yeah. I love that. It's my favorite. I mean, if you haven't seen The Mist yet, but uh, I'll, we're, we're going to have to. We'll give you a spoiler to The Mist. Not it. You know, no. a different Stephen King. One spoiler for another. A different Stephen King movie. And that's uh, if uh, don't kill everyone you know and love, expecting aliens are going to come. I mean, you. I never got that ending because I would just, like, if you're going to die anyway, wouldn't you just want to, like,. Wouldn't you just want to like run out and see what you could do? Like, I mean, personally, yeah, oh, I would have run suicide? out of the car and just like try to fight one of them or befriend one of them or try or at to- least wait till the aliens are coming to attack to shoot right. everybody. They, yeah, it was just he, like, just like, he was just, just like they he definitely rushed the let's kill everybody. Yeah, a little too quick. <laughs> but it's yeah. all a horrible death time. If if you have like slow cooked in a microwave mm-hmm. or get shot in the head i choose getting shot in the head absolutely no question about it i do not want to be ripped apart by uh aliens or tigers or bears or anything oh. like that i'd much rather be shot in the head but i will go out swinging i tell you one <laughs> thing i'm i'm gonna do is um to to like mellow myself at the end of the night because mm-hmm. i will say melancholy really comes at the end of the night for me um, because I'm taking a trip to New York and want to get back from that, I'm going to get a card table and a puzzle and put that together and drink some chamomile tea at That's the end nice. of the night. It's a good week-long project. Yes. Mm. Just like by the end of the week, you get that puzzle done. Something, because mm-hmm. you need like this. We all have a screenplay. We all have like a thing we're doing or kids or whatnot. But there's definitely like, two or three hours of the night that you're like a little bit sitting there. Maybe you want to like do something with your hands. I also count change. Count change? I count change and I put them into the like the coin rollers. Really like a leprechaun? I know. How much change do you have? I put in total of sixty dollars last week and sixty dollars this week. Like just How the hell you got that much change in your life? Keep all the change. You're all cash. You just you go you go all cash. And also I pick up like if I see a penny on the street, I pick it up. Yeah, and good a lot idea. Of, yeah, a lot of people are like, that's a penny, who cares? But I got so many pennies. I literally, 60, 60, $120 in you, two weeks. You ever go to the bank and you dump it in that machine? And then, but it, here's and the, then it, they take nine cents to the dollar. They do. 12 if you're not a member of that bank. Yes, they do. And Those also, assholes. Coinstar yeah, yeah. takes even more than that. Yeah, they yeah, robbed yeah. me growing up. That's all I used to do is I used to save all the pennies and that people would have in my house and I'd find. TD out. Bank? TD Bank. Yeah, if you're a member of TD Bank, it's free to use the coin machine. Well, I was never a member of TD Bank. But TD Bank still takes a percentage, or the coin machine itself still takes a percentage of that machine. That is bullshit. So that's why you go get, I got like $6, you pay six bucks, and it's like rollers, like what what not, like pennies, dimes, nickels, and then you just, you know... Uh, separate them and then pop them in the thing. See, I, I have a big collection that I like. I basically, I have a big piggy bank that I put cash and coins into. Whenever sometimes I'll just like empty out a little bit of cash out of my wallet and I'll put it in there just so it's like worth a little more. Mm. And now I, I'm on my second one. I'd use the quart containers that soup comes in. And uh, and I and I'll usually uh, and I'll keep it and then once I fill it up I'll move it to the side and start another one. It's uh, the honeymoon fund. So Ed right. uses soup <laughs> containers. I use Folgers coffee containers, the big ones. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's always good. Just live it in the Great Depression. That's what I used to keep the Murder Fist money in. I would uh, keep it in the Folgers can, just just because I loved. I, that's what I. Any of the money we made from shows we did, 
I just stick it in a can and then we'd use it for props and costumes and re- rehearsal space and stuff like that. Oh, that's wonderful. I yeah. like to hide money from myself. Always. Gotta hide it. I got I, weird envelopes stashed all over my house. I probably shouldn't be saying this into a microphone <laughs> in case people get itchy and want to search my house. I mean, you're not going to find that much. Yeah. You're gonna. I mean, when you put it all together, it's like three hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, but but I'm saving. That's still three hundred dollars. I have money put away in stocks and like investments and bonds and whatnot. But that's just like an oh no fund. Mm. I fully believe that people should be hiding an oh no fund. And sometimes when I'm feeling sad melancholy i'll go look at these funds and be like oh they're doing great i'm doing great yeah i like that like look at how much money like money makes does it can make you happy money so makes me happy look at those numbers rise and that'll cheer you right up i know being broke makes me depressed oh that's More. why i'm depressed <laughs> <laughs> being broke can fucking destroy you mentally just because you just you know you can't do shit and then uh and then you, you say, i mean half of the times when i do these like brighter side lives uh i'd say like it's uh, the people like like they uh me and holding give the brighter side to whatever's bothering you and the questions usually are um uh, it's usually i'm broke or i got dumped you know it's like every it's like pretty much everyone and we have to try and figure out a different way to answer the question but um but it's usually those two things and i think those love and money are like the two things that'll fuck with you the hardest very much in common about a year ago I got offered to do a spot in Los Angeles. It was kind of far away, so I'd have to take two trains to get there. Mm-hmm. And um, I only had enough money to get uh, two trains there and one train back, so I didn't have enough to make the transfer. Yeah. And I was in my bed crying. Mm-hmm. I was crying. So, And I said, I am just working, because I was working three jobs yeah. just to pay my thing, and I couldn't even do the reason I came here for. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to go to this show. I'm going to do this show. I'm going to trust the universe. And I'm going to just see what happens. And you know what? I got there. I took the two trains there. And then uh, somebody was there. was like, oh, I'm driving. I'll drive you part of the way back. Beautiful. So then I got the other train way back. And then I, it, like, it worked out. It worked out. Yes. It usually does work out. You kind of have to. But sometimes you get fucked and, you know, you got to walk for two hours yep many you know? times. but but you get exercise <laughs> there you go you have stronger was, stronger uh thighs so nice. there was one time in new york or city calves. i was taking the bus and i was again working two three jobs and i was taking this bus again from a late night job i had to get up early in the morning and i fall asleep on the bus and i wake up and I'm, we're pulling into a bus graveyard and i just kind of stand up and i <gasps> like when you come to and i yeah. stand up and then i heard the bus driver scream and freak the fuck out and he's like i thought everybody was gone off the bus and i was like no i was here i just passed out i was like where are we and he's like miss where i forget where the fuck we were broadway junction probably yes but i had to walk about 3 hours home god oh my god damn yeah the worst the worst <laughs> and i was like i could take all of my money and like cuz before uber i was like i could take all of my money and like Kayla Hale car but mm-hmm. I need this money for rent and now the whole reason I went into this job is going to be spent on this car to get home because I messed up and I fell asleep so I just I walked for three hours and I was crying and I remember I said to myself don't cry because it's late at night and you're a woman walking alone and if you're crying that shows weakness mm-hmm. so that was a big point in my life to be like suck it in and mm-hmm. just keep going yeah, yeah. 
just either people either come bother you or they'll leave you alone. I don't know. When I see a crying woman, I usually leave her alone. But like a crying white woman in the middle of the night. <laughs> like a lot of people would want to come bother me, I figure. Would you? I, 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 I would say what's wrong. I would. You or would? like it's, it shows a sense of vulnerability. Unless the person seemed kind of dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, if they're throwing rocks and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I'm going to break this glass. <laughs> I'm going to break all this glass because I'm sad. You know, you stay away from those people. It is fun to break glass. <laughs> it really does kind of breaking. Why is breaking things kind of like, even though like it's stupid and it's barbaric, like why does it kind it's not of. not barbaric. It's, it's, oh, it's satisfying. I, there's a restaurant in uh, Tokyo that they have like a whole hallway of rooms and you go in with uh, china and you can just smash it mm. just smash all the unlimited i mean i think it's like it's like 80 bucks or something or yen or whatever it? but they you just smash the crap out of stuff and it's like totally it seems like a lot of fun and very stress relieving oh yeah there yeah. was one time again in new york city so new york city gets like balls hot in the summer i mean you can fry an egg on the sidewalk and uh, there was no air conditioning in my house, no air conditioning on the subway, no air conditioning at work. And then no air conditioning on the subway back home. It just, everything like broke out because everybody was using the ACs, right? Mm-hmm. So I get home and I'm just hot. I've been hot all day, just swamp ass. And I just take a glass and I throw it against the wall right when my roommates walk in and they're like, Amber. And I was like, I'm not cleaning that up right now. I'm gonna- <laughs> I needed okay. to do this. Wow. <laughs> was it your glass at least? I, it was like a like kitchen glass, whatever. Yeah. yeah Everyone's yeah, yeah. glass. My, yeah. my poor phone always gets all my abuse. Like if I'm really mad, I'll smack my phone. I don't know what it is. Like, and I can't afford it for a new phone. So I, I have a crack in my phone. One time, my my phone died in a Barnes and Noble, and I was like stuck in Glendale because I couldn't call an Uber, mm. and I didn't have any bus money, and I didn't have any like Metro card. And so I just remember smacking my phone, and it felt so good, but, like, the whole screen shattered. And yeah. So, I, yeah. I broke a phone in half years ago when I after, like, getting into a fight with my mom on the phone. Oh, Big Eddie snapped it in half I like literally, a It was like a brick phone, and I literally, I got off the phone, and I was so mad at, like, what she <laughs> told me. I don't even remember what it was, but I was so furious in the moment that I just snapped my phone in half, and I was uh, like, whoa. It must have felt good, though. It felt good, but I was like, damn, that was a fucking $200 <laughs> tantrum. Oh <my> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of this the other day. I was in, years ago, I was in Atlantic City staying the night, and then um, that night, I, uh, I, took, I was going to take a bus to New York City and I went to the concierge I said what's your bus schedules and he's like here you go and I'm waiting I'm waiting waiting for the bus and I'm waiting hours and I finally speak to a bus patrolman and he's like miss the concierge gave this to you this is from like five years ago uh, and the bus also isn't coming for another six hours and oh. I was like whoa so I will admit I went to the concierge I was not a lady mm-hmm. and how I handled myself <laughs> but I gave him my bus pass and I said you gave this to me and he said let me see the bus pass like here it is and he, he showed it, and he looked at it, and he put it under the desk. He said, so, now what are you talking about again? And I said, the bus pass you gave me, it's from five years ago. And he's like, what bus pass? Oh, oh man. Is he a ghost? Yeah. Man. So what then what'd you do? I just kind of like, oh. And he said, if you yell at me again, I will call the security. Jeez. And that's when I realized I am just a lady here with no evidence, just kind of screaming. Uh, well, you got to imagine there's a camera on him, hopefully. I don't think there's cameras on those people. Man, bus bus life, like, I remember just, 
I took greyhounds from fucking Florida to New Jersey before. Damn. Yeah. That shit's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it, it gets really intense. You know, it's like I 24 hours transfer. You're just like stuck in like Fayetteville, North Carolina uh. for seven hours at a bus station waiting for the next bus. And then like you, I did a Christmas time too. So you get in a situation where it's like it, there's every bus fills up. And so yeah. they oversell everything. It's oversell yeah. every bus. And so you have to like go rogue. I used to just throw my luggage on the bus yeah. and then just like complain that my luggage was on the bus and I had to get on too. And oh. it got to it got to a point. Luckily, I was alone. I couldn't imagine doing it with people. No. Right. Like luckily, I was alone, and I was just at one point I was just getting on buses going north. Right. I was just like, "You're headed north. I'm with you. Like, we'll figure <laughs> it out." You know, it's just like it got crazy. Oh, and yeah. It's like you wake up and you're just like, "I remember one time we pulled up to a bus station made out of fucking sticks." Like it was like looked like a three little pigs bus station. I was like, where the fuck are we? I was like, this is not on the way to Atlantic City. Also, I was also going to Atlantic, Atlantic City. City is the most depressing place in the entire I fucking world. Fucking hate that place. Everyone you I know, get murdered. everyone I know has a sad Atlantic story. Atlantic City story. Oh, that's the town that I sold all my mom's jewelry in. <laughs> you know, like that's what that that's what Atlantic City is. It's just the saddest. Like because yeah. I grew up maybe like. I don't know, an hour north of there. Yeah. And, you know, every concert, every comedy show, every whatever convention, it's all Atlantic City. So, yeah. Like, just, I've seen it to crumble over my entire life. Dude, it's gotten Ugh. so bad. It's, it's it's actually looking a little better than it used to. Yeah. But it is, it was really bad for a while. There was a while where I think the unemployment rate was over 10% in yeah. Atlantic City. Because these casinos kept closing down left and right. And they all got thousands of employees. Right. Who lose their pensions. Fucking, oh my God. When they showed, when they closed Man. Trump Taj Mahal. Oh, that was the worst. Like they, the whole. Basically, everyone who worked there, Carl Icahn, who took over for Trump, sold everyone's pension. Mm. And so you worked, you were a waitress at that place for 30 years because of the pension. You know, because when you were, when you eventually retired, you would get this check once a month. And they fucking sold that shit from out from under you, and then again you lose your job, and now you just like gotta get a become a waitress at another place with no fucking nest egg behind you. You're like seventy. Yeah, and it's, it's just like you're just stuck working at the goddamn Hard Rock, oh. you know, and it's just like for the rest of your life because of that. Let's it, give them all guns. They should. Yeah, they deserve guns. They they did. See, this is why I think public executions should come back because people would do this stuff less. I used to talk about it on Roundtable a lot. Public beatings. Public beating. Public spanking in, spanking in the town square. Maybe not Pull murder. Your pants down maybe not murder. Spank your butt red. Yeah, maybe not death, but maybe like some kind of humiliating. Yeah. Like tar and feathering. Well, tar. I mean, that kill, I mean that, the tar is very hot. Does that kill you? Yeah. Maybe kill like it. lukewarm tar. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter and feathering. Peanut butter and again, <laughs> and, and then you, then we sick the birds on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just throw bird, Peanut butter bird and granola. Yeah, yeah. Peanut butter granola. We'll do it at, the, at a place where there's lots of gulls. Atlantic City. Atlantic, plenty of gulls. Those gulls will kill you. Then. They are strong. <laughs> this is making me so much happier thinking about all these corrupt business people getting oh dude. picked apart by birds. Man, I remember <laughs> the craziest seagulls I ever saw. There's a big trash dump in Pompano Beach, Florida, and I remember I had to go to the top of it one time because my dad worked in fucking weird businesses. He made you to go to the top of the trash dump? I was get, with him. You to know? get the prize of a human hand? <laughs> I forgot why we had to go up there. I don't even remember, but I remember going up there and just seeing the seagulls 
were like turkeys. Yes. They were so fucking big at the top of this dump. Oh my god. Just like I could you I mean you could only imagine what Florida dumped seagulls, how big they could possibly get. Oh it was they were the biggest goddamn things you've ever seen. Well, you know what? I was talking to a 9/11 first responder and he said like first response, you take all the rubble and you put it on a boat and you send it out, right? Mm. To yeah. another island. And he said, uh, so there's in all this rubble on this island, there's human body parts on the island. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're yeah. just sending stuff over willy-nilly. It's like a fucking foot and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, of course, seagulls are out there picking the deals. But they were like, all right, these New York City firemen, they were like, what's a natural predator of the seagulls? A hawk. So they got a hawk in there, but the hawk became this little bitch because these are New York City seagulls. Yeah. And they fucking scared this thing off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. New York does have lots of hawks. Though. They do, yeah. They yeah, live on the bottom. They live on the top of the skyscrapers and stuff, and they swoop down and get the pigeons that get too far out into the river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. There's a Planet Earth about it. You got to check it out. It's pretty <laughs> bad. That's neat. No one really has time to go to the post office. You're busy. Who's got time for all that traffic, parking, lugging all your mail and packages? It's a real hassle. That's why you need Stamps.com, one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print the official U.S. postage 24-7 to any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier and drop it in the mailbox. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get $0.05 cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of these expensive post meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you the time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Brighterside. That's Stamps.com, enter Brighterside. Uh, oh, yeah, Baldwin Rose was this week. That was a lot of fun. It was, but it's weird. I always like get like this, like after a big project finishes, I always get like a little sad or something. Well, you know, my mother told me years ago when I was in college and I did a show and I got sad afterwards. She mm -hmm. said, um, it's like you've uh, had a post, uh, what do you call it? Post-birth trauma. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Postpartum depression. Postpartum depression because you've worked, you've worked, you've worked for this whole thing. And then now you've delivered the thing. So now what? Yeah. Well, there's always got to be something next is what yeah. they say yeah no there is and like you know started putting my head forward a little bit but it's just like oh you know a lot of the things that i like really want to work on are fucking depressing mm. you know <laughs> it's 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 the weirdest uh it's the weirdest thing like today i spent a lot of time uh 
trying to ed- edit uh, the video footage that I have of uh, of uh, the doc I'm trying to make about my mom. Mm. And it is just, you know, every time I sit down and try and do it, it just puts me in the worst place. It's mm. like I can only watch so much at a time, you know, and it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I got to figure out. I got to just like maybe trust somebody to finish it just because I can't handle it. Yeah. You know, it's uh, one of those things. I yeah. guess I'm not the director of it. So. Well, it's your own like passion project. And it is. Often I think, I think that you should do things for you. Mm-hmm. I know maybe. I'm going to be happy when the fuck it's over, but I just yeah. said maybe I won't be. Maybe. Because because now I'm dealing with the other thing, so I don't know. Mm. But I, I uh, it is getting closer, and it is nice. Travis moved to town, so maybe we can uh, get this thing finished by the end of the year. That'd be great. Yeah. And then just have it for you. You don't have to put it out. It's just there, and it's something you did. I mean, I better fucking put it out. I sunk enough goddamn money into the thing. <laughs> don't worry. There's a big section on why Atlantic City sucks. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy all the cash for gold stores that are just like ten across the street from the casinos. So literally, you can just the moment you walk out of the casino, the first thing you see is cash for gold. Sell your wedding ring. Yeah, so you can go in and try and win it back real fast because you just lost half your goddamn house. You know. But you know what? At least Atlantic City is honest with gambling. A thing I don't like with Vegas is they're like it's family friendly, and I'm like, no, No, it's not. This is where Daddy goes to lose the family money. Oh yeah. This is not a happy family. At least AC doesn't pretend. Yeah. It's not trashy. Yeah. No. Exactly. (laughs) This is the strip club your kids can come to. (laughs) After 6 p.m. they lose their clothes, but before they keep the pasties on, and so we can have the kids inside. I yeah, just, yeah, free uh, free uh, turkey and cigarettes. <laughs> I, I just have one of the most vivid memories I have of Atlantic City is um, I was a kid and I'm like wandering around the casino floor, and I remember walking by a glass box with a live chicken in it, and all these like people standing, they're all dressed up like you know, mm-hmm. standing around like laughing at this chicken, and I remember it was like the most depressing, like awful, <laughs> like yeah. just like you know, just like this like people. Laughing, laughing at the expense at of this, this yeah. poor caged animal. It was just like, man, this is not good. You we bet on what time it's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> what they were doing. <laughs> I remember Coney Island. One of my favorite uh, shows was uh, Shoot the Freak. Shoot the Freak. Yes, they no longer have it. Right, it was right next to Cha Cha's. Hell yeah, PC culture ruined it. But basically, they got a uh, crackhead, and they were like, "Here's five bucks." And they put like a catcher's. Uh, uniform on them, a catch, yeah. catch, bunch of catcher's gear. Yeah, and then yeah. they have these like little walls of tin built, and the, he would run around and be yeah. like, "You motherfucked my ass!" Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. some like redneck would get a paintball gun and try to shoot him, and be like, "Fuck you!" I bitch. mean, I spent money on that before. I don't <laughs> that know. Did you? It was a lot of fun, <laughs> but the fun. guy, de- there was always definitely. I mean, obviously, there's something wrong with the freak. I mean, oh, he's yeah. I mean the maybe. Freak. I mean, that kind of sounds fun. At first, he wouldn't yell at you. I remember. He, oh yeah. he did yell like. Uh, your he definitely girlfriend. was calling me and Henry fat. Sorry for interrupting yeah. you. <laughs> well, of course. I saw him yell at this one guy. He said, your girlfriend's pussy stinks. <laughs> and they were like just horrible, filthy, drug addict Russians. Uh. <laughs> you shoot paintballs at him for five bucks an hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for ten, you can throw bottles. <laughs> <laughs> and they love it. That's capitalism, baby. Yeah, capitalism. He takes that money, turns it into drugs. <laughs> oh man um so what do you do to like i don't know i mean cheer up a little bit what is it do you uh what can what what do you what what uh gives you a little cheer muscle up? 
You know what? Honestly, this might be um, not appropriate for the network, but mm-hmm. I did go to church on Sunday, and it was all about like. <laughs> I love it. Like you just earlier, you talked about like buying a hotel room to fuck somebody. You're like, I don't know if this is appropriate. <laughs> I go to church. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. (laughs) you're correct sir but uh this place i mean i do believe in like hopping around till you find the right place but it just felt very positive open he didn't seem very money hungry which Mm -hmm. i'm very appalled by when they're like give us money which they do need money for the lights to work they obviously do yeah but um he had a very good message about like being positive and standing true to you and like it doesn't matter what other people say about you just give five minutes for yourself you could say to the lord or you could say to the universe whatever works for you give five minutes of yourself to the lord and that'll turn into 10 minutes and that'll turn into 20 minutes and then before you know it you're there you know i mean honestly anything to keep you from being a piece of shit i'm down with yeah like if it like if going to church makes you a better person then please go to church i mean i haven't (laughs) i haven't been in church in a long a long long time yeah but uh how long do you think oh god maybe 15 years whoa 10 years that's crazy yeah that's a real long time even i've been to church more than that and i mean i mean funerals don't count i guess funerals don't count does christmas Um, count Christmas. Uh, I did Christmas and Easter last year. My family, but I not, went to temple. No, I'm just kidding. My family's <laughs> not really like, and they used to. We used to go all the time, and then my parents are less and less. Uh, they don't really go anymore. Um, my sister doesn't go. Like nobody. We all kind of became a little like. Yeah. Uh, but uh, interesting, because usually I find the older people get, the more they go to church. Well, maybe I will one day. I mean, I I yeah. kind of miss like the. Just like not like I don't I don't like the mega churches. I don't like any of that stuff, but yeah. like the uh the small like small town ones that are like just regular people. Like just you know like it's not yeah. about like look how cool we like there's I went to this church. I did, oh wait no, I did go, I did go to this church in Hollywood. I oh, did yeah. I did mosaic? I went there. Mosaic. I went to Mosaic. That's a cult. I don't count it though cuz it's like a cult. Yeah. But um everyone's got an acoustic guitar. Everyone everyone's like so hip yeah. and like pasty blue shirts yeah and the pastor looks like he looks like robert de niro but he dresses like justin bieber mm. ah, it's bizarre yeah. um, is he the guy that like helps out justin bieber because i think justin i think bieber, he might be yeah. he's got he's got he's got his own preacher i met him yeah 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 <laughs> so it's funny. real weird yeah no i met him after the bieber roast he uh, was uh him i watched him and snoop dogg have a serious conversation about god because snoop loves uh, god and uh, they had a very serious conversation about God while Snoop was smoking a blunt and like blowing it in his face, <laughs> and uh, and they like hugged and then they fucking and then Snoop had nothing but praise for him. It was, oh. it was yeah. very interesting. I do like go go into places that I don't understand uh, what's happening. Like I I didn't grow up Catholic, even though like my you know like my family like extended is more in that nature. But you went to like Jesus camp, right? Yeah, it was more like non denominational. Oh, so okay. Unitarian. Uh no, just kind of like the Jews and the Buddhists. In. Yeah, no, it was no. There were like uh, there were a few Mormon people there. There was a Jewish person there, mm-hmm. but I really liked the energy of just that kind of like old religion kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very yeah. comforting, and I can see why going to church cheers people up. Catholic mass, you know, fucking, I I can't. I hate it. Really? <laughs> it drives me. But I went to so much of it as a kid. Yeah, I was going two three times a week. That's so, too much. And it was like not. I would like go to mass and then altar boy the next one, and then I was go, I went to was at Catholic school, and so I'd have to like go to mass during 
class once a week. <laughs> they would send you to church once a week, and then you had then I had religion class almost every day. Ooh. You know, and so it was just like I was just like in it. You know, it's just it, it, I never understood how you can get graded in religion. Like yeah. it just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't make you any didn't, sense. You need to know those. Uh, I had to learn the Apostles' Creed and the Act of Contrition and, uh, and uh, the Our Father and the uh, Hail Mary and all. My that. sister's marrying someone who's very Catholic, and I'm I'm curious if she's going to convert yeah. and go through that whole like because uh, my cousin did. He his wife is super Catholic, mm. and he had to get at like 33. He got to get he had to do the whole shebang. Wow, that brings up another topic I'd like to think about talk about is um you and your partner should be religiously compatible. Because my ex hated religion. Like, he yeah. hated going to church. I like going to church. I like, like, talking about religion. I like talking about God. Even with people that, like, I disagree with. Or, like, maybe we disagree with, with God-like things. Mm-hmm. But he, he absolutely hated it. And I think that might have been a part of our leaving. And I think also part of my melancholy recently is this was an eight-year relationship i left what a year ago mm-hmm. and now i'm learning how to be on my own mm-hmm. and it's uh i just feel kind of like ah what am i doing you know yeah no for sure i mean it's insane eight years eight years it's crazy i remember after my three-year relationship trying to like you know get back to normal it was so hard yeah. So I can only imagine what like eight would fucking. And I do can't even here. fathom being with someone for eight years. Because you like you are with someone, you're with this whole thing, and then now you're on your own two feet, and now it's like, who am I? Yeah. What What do I? But like? that can be liberating too, right? It's very liberating. I mean, it was so liberating to the point that I was almost doing like suicide by fun, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. going mm. out and being like, yeah, I'll get in your car, and like now I'm on a drug run in East LA. You know what I mean? Like, well, you gotta blow some steam off. Yeah, you gotta. Bl- <laughs> <laughs> Eight years, you got a lot building building up there. I mean, yeah, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, that's that's definitely. I'm glad that you uh, don't do that anymore. Thank you. Uh, it was no. very, um, you know, scary for all of us. Uh, <laughs> you know, but you know, it's uh, it, it, that's what happens. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I you know, I watched all my friends who who are in long, go get out of long relationships do that on both sides. Just unfortunately, it's much more dangerous for women. Oh, yeah. Than it is for men, uh, because usually with men, just like you know, you just end up alone and playing video games. You know, it's a, it's a different kind of dangerous. You just organs start melting together. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I beat this level. Dun, dun, dun. I'm so happy I never got into video games. Oh my god, yes, thank you. I mean, video games are fine. Of course, you have to everything. And to you do. Know, like I said earlier, anything video like about do. church. I, I'm so glad I don't go to church all the time. But anything that like that makes you happy i'm not gonna shit on mm-hmm. it's yeah. just not for me yeah. you know it's just a, it's I, I look at it as the time waster but then at the same time i'll watch three movies in a day and like think i'm not wasting time but what the fuck i'm an idiot and i play a lot of, i play a lot of sims what's uh oh where you create a family create, and shit create another life that's oh, not but you yours. have your sims family i have my sims fa- i have my How old are you and your sims? um well i have my fantasy life going on right now which is kind of sad but I have like a really hot boyfriend. I live in a really nice apartment with a big greenhouse. Um, don't have any kids yet because yeah. I just started. But um, yeah, and I made myself a little more in shape than I am. Maybe this is more like manifesting what you want. Maybe Sims. It's is like my like, vision board. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Sims is your vision board. Is what yeah. it is. You know, yeah. you're looking at what you want. You want a greenhouse. You wanna. You wanna. Be fit, have a fit boyfriend, have a have a man in your life. So, what yeah. are the qualities of this man in your life? 
Uh, well, he just like, he looks like this dude I used to have a crush on in high school, mm. but not that because it's a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, but what are his? Inner I know qualities? it's never gonna happen. Um, What's he do for a living? Well, you only get so many like options in The Sims. Is either he like a bird caller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of he which, he wants to be a famous soccer player. Oh, okay. All right, and then I want to be. Uh, my ambition is uh, just like an artist. So it's very vague, um, but it's so like an HGTV couple. Yeah, yeah, it's very like yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I got a like uh, I was living in Brooklyn years ago, and again with the Brooklyn stories. But there was this guy living across the way, and he was uh, he raised pigeons, and usually people who raise pigeons are somebody from a past violent life, like yeah. somebody who was in a war or somebody who was a boxer. But he kept the pigeons, he raised them. He even had like a little stick with a. Um, a rag topped yeah, around so the could, top. Yeah, so we could direct them in the air. Direct them in the air, exactly. So one day I was on my little fire escape smoking a cigarette, and I waved hello to him, and he saw me. He didn't respond. I waved hello, and I said, hi, hi. And he just kind of went back to the pigeons. So I went back through my window. The next morning, I woke up, and there was pigeon shit only on my fire escape. Because you said hello? Because I said hello. And he, he definitely is like a the Willard of the pigeons. That's power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that he sent them to shit on my fire escape. That's. Did you ever say hi again? Never. Never, <laughs> Never again. I nodded. Yeah. And he well, maybe nodded. he loves pigeon shit, and maybe he was giving you a gift. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> was this off the Montrose stop? Because I used to see pigeons flying in formation all the time off of the Montrose stop. Yeah. I love that shit. I think I it's so it. cool looking because you always, the first time I saw it, I'm like, are these birds like trying to tell me something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's a good way to put your, um, <coughs> excuse me, a good way to put your uh, melancholy into practice mm -hmm. because these are people from a violent background. Right. Therefore, they, like when you see a street pigeon, they're missing a foot, they're missing a beak, they're real sad. Yeah. But these like well kept pigeons are very glossy, fat healthy uh, and they yeah. keep them well and then they rate they fly them so the pigeons are flying it's not like a caged bird they're flown every day yeah you right know? so yeah. this is a very healthy practice for people that have once like you know bit someone's ear off for five dollars yeah. <laughs> or for the heavyweight championship hey guys how you doing ed larson from the brighter side here to talk to you about honey book listen do you run your own business? Are you used to doing all the work yourself, but you're struggling to get through your to-do list? Well, HoneyBook's here to help you out. When you started your business, did you dream about all these admin tasks, like drafting proposals and contracts, tracking down payments? Phooey! You don't want to do that. You just want to make ornaments for Christmas trees. You're not trying to track down people for payments and write all these things out. Come on! It wasn't part of your vision. You need HoneyBook. HoneyBook's an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. HoneyBook makes it simple to run your business better. They got professional templates, e-signatures, and built-in automation keeps everything on track and makes you look muy bueno. They can even consolidate your services you already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp. It's the number one choice for client and business management for freelancers and business owners. So save some time. 
do what you love more with HoneyBook. And right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off when you visit HoneyBook.com slash Brighter. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com slash Brighter for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com slash Brighter, all caps. Keep it big, baby. We love you. Let HoneyBook do the work so you can get back to what you like doing most. Looking at the wall. I've always wanted a horse. Like, that's a dream of mine. Full grown or a pony? Full grown horse that I could just, like, I just always wanted to, like, go up to it and, like, put my head against its head and just, like, commune with it. You ever hung with a horse before? No. I live near uh, Griffith Park, so there's a lot of horses there. Let's go on a horseback ride. I would love that. But I've always wanted to be one of those horse people because I just feel like it's, like, a, a great, like, to have, like, a, you know, like, this this connect because i feel like people that have horses connect with uh animals way more than someone does with like a dog or like a cat they or do. even a pigeon um well yeah the, you, a horse is your friend right you know yeah. it's like you know cowboys and they're like a, a horse will like touch a bandit's heart right you know like, <laughs> like that's that is like you know that's why you get hung if you stole one yeah, yeah you, you don't can't. get hung if you stole a dog i just don't you should you fucking cocksuckers yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're they're cool. I just you know I I've always wanted a horse. I grew up near a horse. Farm. Animals will definitely fucking take you out of it a little bit. They yeah. will they will kind of help you like therapy dogs, therapy yeah. horse. Right, and that shit's real. Yeah, it is. I, I hung with a horse. We and Henry filmed a murderous sketch called uh, Horses. I love that show. And I mean that sketch. Yeah. I love that sketch too. It's a lot of fun. It's just us talking about being awful to horses. But the truth is that whole day, like I hung with horses and like hugged them and groomed wow. them, and, and it was just such a lovely, fun Did day. Did you get the brush one? Oh, of course. Uh, it was a pony too, like a miniature one, the uh, one the real, the ones that are like the size of a dog. Right. Yeah, those that, that was really cool too. Did it like getting brushed? Of course, they love it. Aww. They love. Yeah, you just pet them. They're so sweet. But at any moment, they could decide to murder you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we got to talk to uh i've been I, I tried to get her on the show once before but it was last minute but we should get sarah keller in here oh, i know sarah keller she, yeah she yeah. trains she rides horses right she's like yeah, a teacher she, yeah, yeah, yeah she's a she's a big she's a big horse woman let's yeah. do a horse episode or just I've, like yeah just like animal, animal therapy, therapy. you know whatever that. just like yeah. i love it her and another person i definitely we got to reach out to savannah bone again I'm not gonna. Uh, we want me. We have plans to do an episode about alligators. Oh yeah, oh, jump, jump, cool. bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump, jump. And I found the perfect person to interview, and uh, hopefully she's gonna get back to me soon. If you're listening, Savannah, we love you, and we're gonna have. I would love to talk to you on the show. I tell you my alligator story when I fell out in the mm. middle of the swamps and I had to swim back. Man, we all got alligator stories. I, I have an alligator story. What, what's yours? I've told mine before. Um, it's not really that epic. I was just in Florida and I mm-hmm. was walking around this park. And there was an alligator as close to me as Amber is, and I just was like, "Oh, well, that that that's my story." But it, I guess to someone from New Jersey, it's like a big oh, deal. Yeah, of course. Huh. You of course. know what I mean? But They're chill though. They're not going to mess with you unless you mess with their babies or mess with them. Right. Just like be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. don't like, touch them. Don't touch them. No, Allig- I didn't. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. alligators are like bees. Um, crocodiles are like wasps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know how like bees are just kind of like bloop, bloop, bloop between the flowers, but you don't right. mess with them or they'll sting you. But wasps are like, fuck you, I'll come after you. Yeah. That's crocodiles. Wow. Crocodiles yeah. are fucking dinosaurs. Rock and roll. That's yeah. Uh, that's one thing that helps me when I'm melancholy is I watch like nature documentaries or because then you realize it's just we're just organisms and yeah. just like big 
like world and I like, need more nature docs in my you know life. I've been mean? watching too many stupid dog videos, which are great. They're but good. I watch I'll like go in a hole oh my god. I was in a fucking doo doo mood and I watched about ten cute dog videos in a row. Like an hour and a half passes. I've watched nothing but cute dogs. And then I'm sitting there, I real I'm ignoring my own dog. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo's like crying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like out. sitting there, like he's all he's doing is like looks at me, like giggle, and hears like barks come out of the like. He must like, what's that like for him? That's like watching porno with Julie in the room. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you just described my last relationship. Pretty much. It's so mean. You know? <laughs> all right, I'm never from now on. I'm making a declaration: no more dog videos when Rambo's in the room, unless. We're watching it together. Yeah, Unless watch it's it with consent. Yeah. yeah, sometimes he'll get up and like look at the screen and stuff, which is fine. Yeah. You know? But like other times, it's just like he's staring out the window, and I'm sitting there on the couch, like, "Oh, cute puppy," <laughs> you know. But like, I should just be hugging. He probably him thinks he probably thinks you're gonna switch him out. Yeah, I know. This is no good. <laughs> I got. I'm doing the wrong thing. Wow, it is like dog porno in it a is. way. I never thought of it like that before. <laughs> you're, stroke, you're stroking your heart instead of your, you know. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I tell you something we all got to do to help our hearts. Let's ha- take a hike. Let's go up Griffith Park. Oh, man. That's yeah. so good. There's a whole park right below Griffith Park, and they got little crawdads and little fish and these little ponds. Mm. Where? where? Then, I don't know where this is. This is some, like, old-ass park. And, in fact, I saw some stones built around the park that I was like, these are been here a while. Like, this it's is like stone. a burial ground. Kind of. I forget what you, what the word is for stone laying. Stone layers? Mason. Masons. Masons. Yeah. These are masons that, that looks like clear from 1800s, early 1900s. That's They're just cool. like sitting there. And it's really sweet. And then you walk up this long trail and then boom, Griffith Park. Let's go. That's cool. You know what keeps me rocking? Whenever I got down, I did this last week because I've like, a, a, I, I just had, it's like needed to get out of my own head and shit. And so I started just like going through my music and just making these long intricate playlists oh yeah and it just fucking oh my god well it's and good I, to have a task that's the thing have a task that you love and yeah you love music so the task is making a playlist yeah so maybe if you love uh, uh, uh reading books then like find 10 books you want to read and then start you know it just sucks because i can't share them with anybody they're all on my uh napster no one has napster will you mm. will you I mean, I guess I could write out the lists and then put them somewhere. I see people right do that. List. Yeah, like Ed's uh, Ed's picks. Um, They're so long though. I made them I, all. I, I do. Uh, here's what I do because I listen to music constantly on my Napster app. Mm-hmm. And uh, I yes, I have Napster, so not Spotify. How like is a Napster dickhead. better than anything? I just like the menus more. You know, okay. it's just easier. It's organized in a way my brain can uh, deal with it. Uh, the greens and the blacks remind me of. Uh, uh, that sounded wrong, but it, that's what the, the colors that Spotify uses. The alien the, <laughs> Yeah, it reminds me of like, yeah, old computers and shit I don't really understand, yeah. you know? And so I uh, I like the, the Napster's more pleasant to the eye. It used to be Rhapsody and Napster Bottom. That doesn't matter. Uh, but what I what I do is when I listen, because I try to listen to all the new music and old music and I want to revisit old albums, and then when I hear a song I like, I'll move it to a to a playlist that I feel like falls under that mood. And I'm like slowly over the past like six years been like making these giant playlists, Mm. but they're not in order. Right. And I try to keep them at 50 songs, which is usually like three hours Mm. and then I'll order them. And then if there's extra songs, I'll just put it in like, so if there's one that's called groove is one of the ones I 
one of those uh, said that's just like a tight little groove. Right. I'll uh, I'll take the extra songs and I'll make a groove too with the extra songs okay. that don't make it to the playlist, and I'll try and work them in groove too if they work out. That's right. wonderful. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. And if like something's not feeling it, I'll move it to something else like cool as shit, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. like fun little playlists like that. And it's been uh, it's been very uh, therapeutic for me to just kind of like it's almost like Sudoku. You know, in a weird way, it's just moving things around and listening to like sounds blend together. Yeah, and it it, like it just uh, it just really puts me at peace. And I'll just get there and I'll like, especially if I know like I had one night last week where I knew I had nothing to do and Julie was out of town, and so I just like sat. I like I drank half a bottle of whiskey and like smoked like eight bowls, (laughs) just like and was up to like seven in the morning just ordering playlists and like that's just like work, just like sitting there and playing with music but you know uh, that's something that's beneficial to you it's good to use your melancholy well i got this thing forever now yeah no you yeah. got this thing forever so use your melancholy like your time that you're alone mm-hmm. and think about the things that you love and really spend your time in it and make it into a thing that you can enjoy later yeah, yeah. and also speaking of music ed and i talked a couple things before the show the uh, the I think the song um, I got a woman yeah from by Ray Charles Ray Charles I think is a phenomenal fun, song it's a phenomenal song but it's very funny because I got a woman who's way over town who's good to me she gives me money I yeah. think she's a made up girlfriend yeah and see you think she's made up I think but she's like, made up but like how is he where's he getting the money from then I don't know yeah I think I don't know Eddie did you can you yeah. All right, so it's way over town. I don't. Th- I think she's there. It's good to me. He just doesn't go see her as much as he should. I feel like he's taking advantage of this woman on the other side of town that he doesn't really love that much, and he's taking money from her. He's taking time from her, and he just bangs her and he leaves. Give me money. God oh, damn it, it's Kanye. A, yes, it's Kanye song. Kanye, I I, think, I don't listen to any of that stuff. He also ruined another one of. The, I put on another song, uh, Curtis Mayfield song. Move on up. <laughs> People are always like Kanye. You're like, no, it's Mayfield. Out. Move on up. <laughs> I think it's the way he stresses way over town. Yeah, she's way. It's like a gay man saying his girlfriend is in Alaska or yeah. Canada or something. She's she get what woman is gonna give him money and service him and like all this like it, it's just like man so if you much. got it though if you can lay it down and she's lonely know, and she's, she's a working woman she's I mean way over town though yeah wow. she's way you she, keep her far over town so you can have a girlfriend in this part of town I think he's making her up I think it's a funny thing she's yeah. way over town but she's good to me but she services me she gives me money she gives me loving guys we're gonna need to hear from you about this I don't feel like we've come to a solid conclusion let us know what you think Eddie how do you feel about the matter i think i think he has a woman i think she's real Um, does he have another woman uh he could i mean this was what the 50s yeah yeah he definitely has another i mean if it was yesterday i mean you know still i mean still but definitely back then um they all had other women um (laughs) but yeah like uh, i really i like this song because you know if i date someone across town i'm not even seeing them let alone anyone else so yeah it's a very i relate to the song i just think she's a good woman no i he's think enough, she's i think he's making it up you think he's making it i think up. he's making it up i think the woman never existed i mean what what's she doing he's way over town good to me she gives me money give me loving he's like why would he say that to his friends he's like ma- he's what? bragging he's bragging ah man could be a sugar mama yeah she's yeah. a sugar mama i think he's singing about a sugar mama yeah I don't know. But she's way over but town. I can see where you're coming from. And you're from. never going to find her. You'll never see her. She's way over town. But she gives me money. Don't you worry. Yeah. You know? Mm, okay. 
Men, it always struck me weird that he said gives me money. Yeah, you know, because I, I never, uh, never was one of those things. Just like, yeah, you never, women don't really give you money. Yeah, they don't. Unless you know, you know, unless you ask for it politely. I have offered to give men money, like many times. Like, in fact, I've like I've bought men drinks many times. Cause I mean, I will let you buy me a drink whenever you want. You know that. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I feel like I haven't bought Eddie as many drinks as he's bought me, but I don't know. I like buying drinks. But I will buy drinks for folks. I will buy drinks for men i bought them in the past and they're sort of like i don't know and i'm like you, I'll get it's you not a, a contest and you definitely buy drinks more than most people i'll tell you that much <laughs> you do you amber definitely will show up with a with a drink without you asking for i it. like making people happy and you know what it is probably seven dollars although one time i offered to buy this guy a drink and he picked a top shelf liquor and Ooh. i was like is this what a man feels like <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, no, 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 baby, you pick a Bud Light. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, I would never do that unless, like, I know the person's filthy rich and that's what they're drinking too. No, if filthy rich right. people, you always, but you always get the, you always get the top shelf, you know. Yeah. But if it's like, you know, a friend, you don't do that. You say uh, cool. Jim Beam and Coke or something, yeah. you know. At most. If you got it, yeah, Jim Beam, I feel like is the limit. Yeah. As, as far as yeah, like uh, Absolute is the limit. I'd say Stoli, you could do Stoli, but if you go Tito's, sometimes that's on the next level. If you go Kettle One, get the fuck out of here. And if you're not drinking anymore, I hope this doesn't trigger you. Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. Is that your drink? That's my only because it's the only drink I really know, and it's it. It just seems. How like do you not know other drinks? I know other. I mean, I know I've other. Like drinks. made you ten bar before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just like gin and tonic. Have you ever had gin and soda? I mean, yeah, yeah, I've had or, or vodka tonic. Vodka Any kind tonic. of tonic. You I like, like tonic? I like tonic. I can't get down on the tonic. I like lime um, in my drink. I like the, it's classy. It's not too, you know, I, I like it. It sounds cool when you're at the bar, like gin and tonic, you know? Tonic it, tastes like a seltzer water with a penny sitting in it, marinating in delicious. it. Delicious. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're talking about. The, I got two song. things left on my list. Before mm-hmm. we sat down, I made a list of things that I thought like kind of went into our Went into our, uh, our thinking, and uh, one of them was just a thought that I had, and it was a uh, so I could just say this thought, and we can move on to the end. Uh, this is like I saw a flag at Hat Mast, and I couldn't figure out what tragedy had. Why is it at Half Mast? I have no idea, and that made me sad. And I was just like, well, I couldn't even figure out which one it is, or is it always at Half Mast? Do they even raise it all the way up anymore? They're just 9/11. too sad to raise it up. Oh, 9-11. Oh, this whole week, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the shooting you last forgot, week. You forgot, Eddie? You forgot. I mean, I I mean, I got a show tomorrow. I got a 9-11 show. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I gotta, I'm actually going to write a bunch of 9-11 jokes tonight. Just don't uh, bomb, okay? I mean, it's the only night you can. Don't bomb like Building <laughs> 7 did. Oh, uh, yes. No one... <laughs> Everyone will be curious why I bombed, which is probably usually. You should do a character that's building seven that just sits in the back of the audience. It's like, hey, I was invited in the show and you never asked me to come up. Like, you know, we got to get rid of this guy. <laughs> you know, that is, I mean, it clearly was blown up by the government. Oh, of course. I mean, building obvious. seven. I mean, come on. Building yeah, seven. Yeah. I mean, not I the mean, other two. I don't believe that. But building seven, they're like, well, you know, there's a lot of shit we need to get rid of in that building yeah. seven over there. So yeah. if we can just blow this up too. It'd Giuliani be really didn't go in there. He was no. Like, no. 
He just, like, went somewhere else because he knew they're going to fucking blow up because that's where, like, all the, like, head people go when shit goes down. He didn't go on to Building 7. He probably would have survived if he had gone in there cause because he's a freaking ghoul. He's made of uh, steel. <laughs> <laughs> he's Iron Man. It's so crazy that he's unliked. He was so popular for such a small amount of time. And like, he was like a god in this country I for really a little bit amount of, you know. I met a guy with I a love pinky La- ring, and he. Uh, oh, sorry, what? Ed? I was gonna say I love Laguardia, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't know who that La is. Laguardia, the Laguardia. airport. Yeah, the guy, the mayor, who was the who the named the airport after, and the. And oh, the, was he an old time mayor? Yeah, yeah okay. in the forties, he was great. He was like the kind of guy. Who's, he well, was, they were definitely like, in the mob. There'd be right? a construction site. I'm like, why oh, come got this? I take so long to build. You know, I'm gonna have to I'll take the holes myself. I can you know, I hammer it at the walls. You know, what are you doing? You know, hey, you got health care. You know. <laughs> the kind of, he just like ran around town screaming. He was like ten feet, five feet tall, rather. It was that sounds so, fun. Yeah, no, right. I love him. No, I'm sorry. Oh, that's amazing. I forget what I was saying. It uh, doesn't matter. I believe it. What, what are we? Yeah. What are we looking at? It's time we're, to go. We got. We're at, we're at fifty-five. Absolutely. So. Oh, I've had a great time though. I know we've run this long, was but nice. who gives a shit? Yeah, we were, we were right where we need to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. No, this was nice. I do feel better than I did when I walked in the door. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a fucking doo doo mood. I wrote a bunch of roast jokes that I think turned out okay because I wasn't a doo doo mood, but I was able. To, and I did that, and I came over here, and it's just nice to see everybody it is nice honestly i would tell you guys this is the highlight of my week fuck yeah that is not it really uh, i definitely always leave in a better mood i walked in yes yeah Yeah, and it was good good. and we got our ads out of the way first this time so it's nice you get to chill y'all fucking we love you thank you if you listen to this whole thing you just entered our brains uh deep uh, we love you. Let us know what you think we should get. Some, I've gotten a couple episode suggestions from you, and I really appreciate the messages. Whenever you guys find me and DM me uh, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, I love it. Please keep doing it. I think it's the coolest when uh, interacting with all you guys. Uh, and if you got any ideas for shows, I love to hear them. You know, if it, did, if it uh, fancies us, we'll do it. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. you know, and if we don't uh, feel like we want to do it, we won't do it. And, uh, and, and we'll come and we'll, <laughs> we'll be mean. We'll call your mother. We'll wake yeah. up. We're, we'll wake her up from a nap. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slap that bitch with a pancake. That's what I always say. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it was uh, it was lovely hanging with you guys. Um, yeah. We found the brighter side, I believe. Oh, you have melancholy. BMA. I think we all we all went around and we investigated what makes us a little better, even yeah. if that isn't the only thing. Because sometimes it's not like a major tragedy in your life. Yeah. Sometimes you just a little blue, mm-hmm. I think. That's exactly. fine. That's part of the human condition. Yeah. You know, it, it, and, yet, and sometimes it's okay to drink yourself out of it. And other times I'd go ahead and say probably not a good idea. Mm. Right. And so uh, you Put together to, a puzzle with chamomile tea. Yeah. Make a playlist. Figure it out. You know, like go and play on The Sims for a little bit. Do what makes you feel a little bit better. Go to church. Go to the movies. (laughs) Who gives a shit? Just if you're going to be a little bit better by the time it's over, you got to do it. Just don't go to Atlantic City. Don't stay the fuck out of Atlantic City. If you live there, run away. Oh, we got to do 10 seconds of no cursing, right? 10 seconds of no cursing? Oh, no. No, that's fine. No? Shit. (laughs) <laughs> shit to shit Oh fuck a dog in the ass Yeah, oh, One, The other day I, I took a bunch of shit And I pissed on it <laughs> I pissed on it and I pissed, But I pissed out of my ass Yeah I took a whore and I spoke to her Like she's my mother 
Hello, how are you? It's so nice. I miss you. (laughs) 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 Guys, this has been The Brighter Side. Taking us out today is my favorite song, and uh, Amber loves it too, apparently. I listened to the lyrics today, and it like really hit me, and let's rock and roll. Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. We love you, baby. Go to Jacksonville. Check out the Jumbo Shrimp. Oh, Jumbo Shrimp with the butter and the grease. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do we got a new Jumbo Shrimp song coming? We love you. Uh, Peace out, guys. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.